go. <laughs> and we're back. Another episode with your favorites of the Dirty Stay Outs. And oh, we are. Dirty Stay Outs here. Wow, it is. You know it. That's the name they gave us. I can't believe they're out in, in public like regular people. I thought they were. <laughs> we're out. We're dirty. Come on. Strike us a bath, baby. Get out of your ivory tower, America. That's right. Stay out. Get out and stay out, boys. We're coming for your kids. We're coming for your wives. Just kidding. <laughs> Get in the dirt, but check for ticks. <laughs> You're going to be in the dirt. You got to check for ticks. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what, everybody? I don't know if you know. My name is Michelle. I'm here to please you. Hi, Michelle. And- <laughs> ah, the pleasure is all mine, Michelle. Oh. The pleasure oh. is all mine. Because that's what you do best. Aww. You just gave me the pleasure, now it's all mine. <laughs> Who's next? Terrific. Who's next? Who and I'm here next? with two legends of the Northampton comedy scene, Mr. Matt Woodland. Oh, go on. Mr. Ryan Arnold. How are you guys doing today? Pleasure to be in the fungalo. That was Ryan Arnold, and this is Matthew, and it is a pleasure as well. And it's all mine to be in the fungalo. Thank you, Michelle. It's not it all yours. yours. It is. Please, you it's need all to mine. Share. Some of the pleasure is, is mine, actually. From my cold, dead hands. We can <laughs> share pleasure. the. And I also have pleasure being here in the fungal world. <laughs> pleasure shared is pleasure earned. <laughs> don't don't sting up that pleasure. Uh, release it. Release it. Catch or, and release. Release it. That's another vet, uh, vet, a better song, I think, for release it. <laughs> release it. <laughs> what? Well, I think release you have the song. me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm barking up the right tree. You are barking up all the right trees. I used to be in a, a, Ooh, a grunge tribute band called Squirrel Jam. <laughs> okay, this Nuh-uh. is the point where I am going to believe you, and then Matt's going to be like, oh, that's a great thing about Michelle. She believes everything that you say. Tell uh, me this is true. No, this actually is true. Our, is this really true? Our, our shows were nuts. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. No. Wait, Ryan, I don't know if you realize this, but you actually made you actually made a little joke there, a little wordplay. Come on. I don't know. I don't know if that's intentional. No, but all kidding aside, he no, they were great fans. That's how I met that's how I met Ryan. I roadied. I roadied for Squirrel Jam. Yeah. Really? Well they made me carry all the amps in my mouth. <laughs> and, and when they weren't on tour I buried it under <laughs> I buried all their equipment under oh a pine tree. <laughs> Gullible Michelle. Damn it! Oh, and you were <laughs> actually. I think. I think you. No, but seriously, though. I mean, we're having a lot of fun here. But he, this is all true. <laughs> I don't know what to believe. Oh, sanctuary. Joking around. Hey, fellas. Who wants to talk about your week? Wait, I actually had a cover band too. <laughs> Shit. <It's> called- Shit. <laughs> Do it. It was called uh, Alvin in the Pearl Jams. <laughs> care to share? Share? I want you to share one of your hits, man. No, I do not care to share because the pleasure <laughs> and the royalties oh, are all mine. <laughs> <laughs> that <I> is. <laughs> up to no good up to no good but having all sorts of kind of fun uh talk about your week guys talk about your week if you please ryan how was your week my friend gregorian chant 
been doing a lot of uh, I've been doing a lot of research on witchcraft. Wow, which which been, one? <laughs> I've been trying to figure out if I'm pro witchcraft or anti witchcraft, and you know what? I came to this conclusion. I like Stevie Nicks. Okay. Okay. You know, I like I like candles. I wouldn't say no to a nice scent. That's about how much I like witchcraft. Is I'll, I'll say yes to a scented candle. I like uh, I like Stevie Nicks. Okay, I'll turn it up when that song like the Wild Wing Dove. I'll turn that shit up. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, that's exactly how I. Uh, and that's and that's about it. I like that book, The Witches. Did you guys see? Uh, that's something that happened this week. They made a remake of The Witches. On uh, Netflix, right? And, uh, mm-hmm. and they're all in trouble because in addition to them being rat, uh, I don't know if you've seen the original, which is based on the Roald Dahl book, but the it's like some old white ladies who secretly are these hideous witches with uh, big noses and, and fingernails. So in this new one, they have sort of three-fingered claws flippers like Danny mm. DeVito and Batman Returns mm-hmm. and apparently there are uh, lobbying groups advocacy groups for people who have claw hands and oh, wow. there are I, I, if not suing at least shaming the movie and saying huh. people are already afraid enough of people who have claw hands we don't want to perpetuate that there's anything scary about claw hands uh, I think they should be leaning into it. Wow. Geez. You know, let's let's go to the, invite some to the premiere. I have. Yeah, ex- own it. Own it, Clawies. Clawies. <laughs> so I have a little experience with claw hands. Ooh. Okay. Um, and Ryan's last note here about, you know, don't, you know, they're not scary, you know, they're normal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's... Oh, Oh, the bigotry diatribe. So this involves youth, too, which is even worse. Wasted on the young, from what I hear. (laughs) So when I was living in Minneapolis, I was going through this, like, existential crisis. What am I supposed to be? And somehow, deep down in my soul, I found that I was supposed to be an elementary school teacher. I thought that that was going to be my calling. So Mm -hmm. I threw money on an education. But what you have to do is you have to clock time volunteering in a classroom but it's like i work a full-time job how the hell am i gonna do that right so they have these family education classes at this school in saint paul and so i got a gig there volunteering i lasted two nights Hmm. um first of all very pc we were it was in the winter time and they were doing like snowmen snow women and uh, i was just in there with the kids and i was just helping them i'm like well that's a really nice snowman so and so and i got screamed at like there's snow people <laughs> like uh, Charlton Heston, soil and green. It's people. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there was this one little kid who just like stole my heart. His name was Max. He was probably about four years old, very little. And none of the kids played with him. He had the claw hands because he had claw hands and Aww. it made them a little nervous. And uh, they would always pick on Max. So immediately I'm like, kid, I'm going to be your ride or die, homie. Like mm-hmm. it's me and Max. Aww. Forgetting that I'm supposed to be impartial because I'm technically <laughs> supposed to be a teacher, a volunteer teacher right, in the classroom. Right, right, right. So there's this big thing of sand because sand is supposed to be very therapeutic for kids with, you know, you know, if they have emotional like, disorders, things yeah. like that. So Max was over there and he and I were just kind of like raking through the sand and everything. And somebody came over and they were like, Max, that looks really stupid. And Max just 
like looked over at him and he went <sighs> and he growled at him and i said max show him your claw <laughs> and he put up his hand and he went <sighs> and immediately the teacher came over and they were all like no no you don't do that you don't do that you're here for all the kids i'm like he's picking on max she's like I'm going to have to separate you from Max. And so that was the first step of getting me. I had to, I could no longer interact with Max. Show him your claw. Yeah. <laughs> and it was bad. But Matt, he was such a sweet kid. So that, that I just wanted to throw that out there. I am guilty of like, but I was trying to do it to help him like fight bullies. And... No, I like that. I like, I like the sentiment of that too. Mm-hmm. And also it just sounds like a, like a call to arms that you could make universal, you know, no matter, no matter what kind of shit life hands you, no matter when people tell you you can't do something, you just show them your goddamn claw. Show them the claw. That wasn't quite the noise you made, but it it, wasn't translated through my head. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like that claw needs some WD-40. Am I right? (laughs) Damn, rusty. No, I don't (laughs) care. The best learning lesson, the best life lesson for a kid is, listen, just exploit your physical uh, uh, disformity. Disformity? Is those all words? Whatever's wrong with you, just exploit it for yourself. That's my goal. Yeah. That's, that's a good claw. That's, I, I like that advice. That's how you get by. Like, I actually have a strange claw story myself, if, uh, to be honest with you. Wonderful. Do you guys ever, do you remember this guy, um, Richard the Claw Seer? Uh, Connecticut comedian circa 2014, perhaps. Doesn't, I don't ring, know. doesn't ring a bell. I don't know. <laughs> no. This guy, his whole shtick was he had um, whatever, whatever the diseases that makes your uh, hand all incorrect, right? Just like twisty and pro- improper. Yeah, yeah. Just like doy. It's. I mean, and definitely. You're not supposed to say doy. rheumatoid arthritis. I just it. don't know how to explain. And if if I could f- visually show <laughs> the audience, I wouldn't have to use description words like doy and stuff like that. But like the hand was like doy. I mean, you know. And like, not all of our be... listeners went to medical school, so maybe <laughs> slow down. And I don't mean to be rude with the sound effects, but I'm just trying to paint how you, do you a spell picture doy? of how crazy they get. Yeah. These hands, look at this. It's just like, okay, so proper hand, and then like, what? The fingers are all incorrect, and it's like, oh my, like you're you're not gonna use that. You're not gonna be able to pick up a penny with that hand. That's all I'm saying. But his whole gimmick was the fact that he had the claw, and for some reason, because he had a busted claw hand, his big joke was he tried to use the claw as like a show and tell and he would take his dumb stupid idiot hand up to a table with like say a pretty lady a pretty gal and he he would, he would just flop his hand on the lady but he 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 decided that it was okay because he was the butt of the joke i don't know but Aww. meanwhile his stupid gross hand and i'm not saying his hand was stupid and gross right. because it happened to be a claw but it also some claw hands are attached to stupid gross men then hence that's done then the hand is stupid and gross itself <laughs> not because of the the perfectly natural physical dysmorgity <laughs> but I got a lot of giggles tonight. Anyway, <laughs> that's what you see in the claw. His whole gimmick was, yeah, he had a, a bad hand, and he just, uh, I, I, I guess, I don't know if it's molestation if you're an adult, but <laughs> <laughs> he would just slop. He would just, yeah, just slop his hand on people, and people were none too pleased. Nope. I, I actually did book him on three of my shows. <laughs> I'm trying real hard to remember if that is somebody that I was aware of. <laughs> he was, he's, I don't know if he's still, he's still on the periphery. I used to do. 
Oh my god, I did his shows. He's just a classic. When I just I find these characters that are just classically terrible in um, but like there's some level of endearing to them as well and I just like I love he used to book shows all the time and they would just be oh the worst but the best. Anyways, did somebody else give him the nickname the claw or was he like oh. you guys call me the claw? No, self-proclaimed, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> there's like if you could put together just a roundup of people who give themselves nicknames, and I've been guilty of it in, in mm-hmm. life, in, uh, but it really, like if you try to, hey man, call me, they call me, uh, they call me G, G, man, boy, I don't, you know, I don't, uh-uh. I, pretty good uh-huh. <laughs> cool. That's just off the top of your dome, right? <laughs> just call me. Like I've never heard a nickname before. <laughs> just, yeah, just trepidatiously call me G, man, and boy, man, uh, male. <laughs> Cheap uh, <laughs> man, uh, Blebo. Blebo. <laughs> That's not a good nickname. Blebo. <laughs> That's barely a sound effect. <laughs> sometimes in elementary Lost school, up. sometimes they'd call me Hey Arnold because that was a TV oh, show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Football. Oh, and then when yeah. I was even younger, there were some references to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was very popular in the 1990s and whose movies were inexplicably marketed to children, even though they contained lots of violence and swearing. Oh, they used to the kids used to call me Doug Funny because I was hilarious. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I was so painfully shy that nobody knew I existed. Thank you. You were not you. Painfully shy. That's right. What a little. I used to. I remember at the end of the day, I would be very aware of literally how many words I said in the whole day. Wow. I was uh really uh young and depressed. Thank Mm. you. Okay. But hey, I came out of my shell a little too out. People would say back (laughs) back in the shell a little, Mister Turtle. I would always have like a fantasy that I would be able to be quiet for like a whole day. <laughs> and then people would be like, hey, what's wrong? You're usually so gregarious. But I could never make it. I would make it like an hour maybe where I'd look all glum and I'd be oh. like, I'm not. Normally I'd be yelling out stuff and cracking wise. But today I'm just going to sit back here and let everybody be like, I wonder what the matter is. We should, we should ask. We should make him a special cake or something. I, I was a, I was, nice. a, I, was, a, I, was I was a narcissist. <laughs> uh, it's a little manipulation too. Like when you know that people are waiting for you to be Mr. Showtime, but then like you pull back because you know there's a little attention there's something in here well it would come from because people would be like you're a little bit much maybe you you know and i would feel i would be like what and then i would want to be quiet Mm -hmm. and and be like i'll show them but i couldn't i I couldn't couldn't keep my mouth shut for very long you had a lot of cool things to say man i I I never showed them (laughs) yeah oh wow so we went from this is a talk about your week, by the way. Talk that went about from your week. Claw hands to where we are now. A lot of people are calling this the greatest episode of all time. It's it is the fucking goat, man. This is the Tom Brady, so cool. the Cy Young, the Bon Jovi of fucking podcast <laughs> episodes. Yeah, that's <laughs> what the, the that's best. what the message boards are saying. We gotta we stay on the boards. Don't think we're not looking at your comments. We can see everything. 
Oh, what happened? (laughs) 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 Oh, I I was just thinking that Ryan's this character in school. I remember I would just look, I would, because there was a character that kind of reminds me of how it sounds like Ryan might have been in school. And I just looked at that guy with just sheer green envy of like, how does he do it? He's just saying all these things. People are reacting. Maybe it's positive, maybe it's negative, but just anything. I didn't, I, but I made a quick turn. What I used to do in school, this is a little embarrassing, but I would literally pantomime and mimic and verbatim recite David Letterman's, uh, really? <laughs> not even like his monologue from the night before, but just his wacky banter with Paul Schaefer. <laughs> and I would just, I would bust that out during like science. And I do even like the tossing the pencil and throwing like a, oh. like a cue card, but it would be like a pog or something. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I was, that's how I got, that's how I developed a personality. And that's why you're probably like, wow, Matthew, you got a lot of David Letterman-esque qualities about you. I was just saying that. It's so much like him. Hey, Paul. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Wait a minute. No, that was John Lennon talking to Paul McCartney. My mistake. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Talk about your week complete. What about your week? Is it? Because I thought you had something something to offer i feel, i don't know i feel like that was a that was a that was almost a full week to week to week share it was a mouthful yeah it, I think was. We, <laughs> it was robust it was yeah. just as ro- robust as the tortellini with cheese sauce that you ate for dinner tonight it was almost Uh-oh. that robust continuity error <laughs> <laughs> wow you eat that creamy viscous sauce often huh right <laughs> Last C- time serialized. we recorded. Uh-oh. Serialized. <laughs> abort. Abort. This is, we're going to be gaining characteristics. We're going to be gaining knowledge. What's the treasure map? Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> On the thrilling conclusion of The Dirty Shows. Michelle, how are we going to get out of this giant bird cage? Help. <laughs> when the... <laughs> Don't leave him hanging. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, oh. Birdcage, <laughs> Robert Williams. You guys, I have to, all right, what, I'm putting what my. What was that impression? <laughs> that, was, that was clearly oh, wrong. Oh, oh. It was Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, I have to, uh, all right, I'm putting myself in timeout for a second. <laughs> wow, he literally is. Literally. Let's just not make him wear the hat this time. Okay. There's a hat. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna have to be replaced because it gets used a lot. Hello, Michelle. What is that? A bird? Hello. Oh, it's, a, it's a little kitty. Hello, my name is Marbles. <laughs> Michelle, how are you? Stop laughing. This is a hard hitting interview. Sorry. Um. Hello, Marbles. I am doing terrific. How are you this evening? Oh, lovely to hear that. Great to hear it. I'm doing fine myself, thanks for asking. Charmed, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Marbles. Well, I don't can't stay long. I have to get back to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think another added dimension. The plot thickens. Cats hate water. Why would it be on a boat? Marbles, what are you doing on a boat? It's a cat boat. <laughs> Hello. Can I please? I'm a little bit hungry. Can I please have a sparrow? Even if it's merely a scrap. Just a little something to tide me over. It's awfully so lonely and I'm so hungry and cold on my boat. Go Mar- catch a mouse. <laughs> or Thank a you, fish. Ryan. Or a fish. 
But my paws are so emaciated, I haven't had a f bite of food in years. Well, you're gonna have to earn your keep. We don't. We're not just made of dinners for cats. Well, I suppose you can have your way with me, <laughs> if it'd mean just maybe the feather of a sparrow. Anything will help. Frankly, I'm Marbles the cat. N nice try, you slutty cat. Marbles the cat. I have a frozen pizza in the oven right now. Um, I'm allergic to dairy. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> okay, I'll be on the boat if you need me. <laughs> Marbles. Bye bye now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I was rendered useless for at least three minutes while he was doing that. That segment was sponsored I by Rogers Cat Boats. For all your cat boat needs, <laughs> make it Rogers Cat Boats. Hey, guys. It's Matt. I'm back from time out. What did I miss, guys? Oh, uh, just a lovely conversation with a cat named Marbles who apparently has Wait, his own boat. What? Yeah, it's crazy. A cat named Marbles with his own boat? That seems a little over the top, guys. Well, Wait, really... was Marbles a boy or a girl cat? I don't know. I guess we'll have to stay tuned to the next think... thrilling episode. <laughs> Come back, Marbles. Is a girl cat also a, a bitch? You could call her that. You can make it up yourself. Sometimes. <laughs> Depending on their attitude, yeah. am I right? But regardless, if you're a male or a female cat you're still a pussy correct oh that was good if you are can i repeat myself again if you are a male or female cat you are still a pussy Ooh la la every time i say that word i think this is going to be the time that it sound it feels natural saying <laughs> it but every time it's like the most unnatural word yeah, to say and you're like who am i that just used that word in any context but it's in the context of a feline in this case, so it was more than second nature to roll off the tip of my it's, tongue. It's disconcerting that there's other like way worse words that I say, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of, this seems kind of natural actually. But yeah, puss, yeah, I can't. It's it's crazy how much I. It, it just feels like you're a fraud. Well, to say and that it's word. pretty universal. Like there pussy. are words that uh, if you maybe are, are, are of a European, you know, if you have an accent, yeah. like. Uh, uh, like the difference between the word twat, gross, disgusting, yeah, yeah, or, or if you're British, hey, twat, hey, give me those crisps, then you twat. That's a very Russell Brand word. Very, I um, love that. My impression was wearing tight velvet pants. Oh yeah, yeah, and that came through. Hey, you twat! Look at these pants, and I've got a little boots with. It is pointy as Spanish fly. <laughs> hey, you twat. Let me take a gander at you twat. <laughs> Hello. Just JK. <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh, what was the name God. of that segment? <laughs> that we're still on Talk About Your Week, believe talk it or not. Talk About Your Week. Oh. All right. I think we but conquered that. I Wait. feel like this is a good time for weather with Chopper Ryan. Somewhere very cold, and I don't know where I am. Oh, baby. The chopper has crash landed. And I see a light far off. <laughs> I believe it is a fire, but I do not know if it is a friendly fire. 
I don't want to jump the gun here, but I am 100% prepared to eat the flesh of another man. <laughs> oh. I don't know if I'll have to, but if I get to, I'm going to say that I had to. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my plan. I have three people magazines in the helicopter in case I have to build a shelter. I have a smart leather holder strap that has one Red Bull and a little bottle of whiteout that I've been sniffing when I get anxious. <laughs> I've finally worked up the nerve to approach the fire and hope that it is the crashed wreckage of some neighboring villagers and not <laughs> oh, a no. futuristic domicile filled with angry cannibals. Because angry cannibals, they some fast motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shake hands with your destiny. Peace out. <laughs> and Yo. thank you, Chopper, Chopper Ryan. Ryan. Always insightful. Hey. I was hoping to get the five-day forecast, but well. <laughs> I got plans this week. I just want to know if I can have my picnic, but all right. Chopper Wine Chopper, has bigger the, fish to fry. Yeah, he's the master of his own destiny. He tells you what he tells you what he wants you to know and yeah. not what you need to know. Yeah, he doesn't tell you what you want to hear. He tells you what you need to hear. I think he more just wants you to know that he's just not having a good time right now. Because anytime you talk to him, it's bad news. Should we send help? I mean, is this a? Is, I don't. Are we not picking up the re, like the signs? Or he'll he's resourceful. Like he can eat the he can eat the like, like he's always a little down in his luck. But I feel like this. I honestly feel like this might have been like slightly subliminal slash overt cry for help because he's stranded. He's stranded, but that's what he gets for not asking outright for help. I feel like if somebody's not going to ask outright for help and they want to play games and they want to beat around right. the bush, that's right. He's got people that are probably frozen in snow. He can eat their asses. Advocate for that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but actually, after he's satisfied sexually, then what's he going to do to eat? No, no, no. <laughs> what's he going to do for food? Hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's one in the same. It's like shampoo and conditioner. It's all in the same bottle. All in the same bottle. Oh my God! What? Happened? happened the the ass eating brought me back <laughs> <laughs> so nutritious gross yuckaroo do you guys not think that like when you're in a situation where things start to get cold do you not think about cannibalism as much as as i apparently do i mean if you're stuck if you're stuck with other people you're gonna it's gonna come up right it is the last thing that I think about. <laughs> <laughs> when when I get together with uh, my my family, like my siblings and cousins, it comes up so often mm. about like if we were all in a plane crash, what what order would people be eaten in, and uh, and why? And there are a lot of things to be taken into account, such as uh, who's on medications. Mm. Uh, oh, okay. You know, things things like that. Who's going to be able to help build a shelter? Who's uh, got a lot of sinews and muscle, which I doesn't imagine tastes very wow. good. So, all right, you brought it. All right, here's the here's the situation. Well, here's the deal. We're what? all in the fungalow, and we don't have any food. Just pretend that you don't have that um, bruschetta pizza cooking right now. Actually, my my oven's been heating up for like a half hour. Okay, but for the sake but for the sake of this game, pretend you don't have a bruschetta pizza. You're right. Who I don't. Yeah. From the dirty stayos. 
would you eat? And this is under the circumstances are slightly different where we don't have a pizza, uh, the, the oven heating for a pizza. So who? the oven could be heating for one of the dirty stats. Ooh. Ooh, we're going to eat somebody. Guess who's <laughs> coming to dinner. I'm looking and I'm sorry, but I'm just going to, we have to take a second to look at each other and we yep. have to really make an informed Size decision. Them up. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'd eat me first. I was just if gonna... I was if I wasn't me. Eight May. I honestly think Ryan is. Yeah, I think I gotta eat Ryan because it's. Well, you know why I would eat Ryan because I know if I could align myself with Michelle, Michelle could cook Ryan up real nice. <laughs> she would use those spices. She would probably work a nice like a like a balsamic reduction or something. Maybe mm. like a couple pearl onions. Yeah. I could really see. Even on an open spit, I could see that guy just twirling around. <laughs> yummy, yummy. I would bass the hell out of you. Oh, oh, I've got one of those nice. Turn the bass up on this one. Mm. All about oh, that bass, yeah. my friends. Be, I mean, it's yeah. too bad that Ryan. He'll be able to enjoy like the first. Here's my question: If you, if Ryan, we'll give since we are eating Ryan, I think it's only fair to give Ryan the first bite of himself. <laughs> the question is: Will you get the? Will you be able to even enjoy the pleasure of yourself? Because you have to feel the sensation of being eaten. I think it depends on if I'm hungry. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. Because uh, they're not going to go off my schedule. You know, right. they might start yep. cutting parts off, and I'm like, I'm not really hungry yet, you guys. And they're like, Yeah, we don't. It's not. It's not one of our concerns. Is whether you're right, right. So if it had been a while, if uh, been a while, let's say, <laughs> ah, we gonna do the Kiwi's Playhouse thing, ah. Let's say they they want to starve me for a few days, get my skin, you know, nice and uh, nice and baggy. Well, then maybe by the time they cut off one of my legs, I am uh, goddamn starving. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, give me give me one of those legs, because they, they uh, cauterize the wound to stop the bleeding just in time to give me a last meal of mm -hmm. leg. Now, how would you like to be seasoned? Like, what kind of uh, sauces do you want to eat with yourself? Do you want to... I mean... That's a good question. It, is there a piece of you that you would like to leave left out that I could potentially... I'm really good with making meats. I have a way. I massage the meats with a little salt and pepper, Ooh. a little olive oil. I like a crust. If it's red meat, I like a crust. How would you like your meat treated before we serve it to you? Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I think a barbecue, like a, a, a smoking, so a perhaps. A nice rub, mm. yeah. Like, mm, yeah. Something, definitely a little sweet, yeah. little smoky, sweet. Those are my flavor profiles. Okay. I think maybe to stick it to you a little bit, I might use a little bit of it for a curry with some nice coconut milk. Oh, oh fuck. Shit on me. <laughs> the phrase that pays. Hello, Mr. Cadaver. Is that a Pee Wee Herman impression? Fair warning. Hello. I'm carrying a lot of tension in my shoulders. <laughs> whoever whoever winds up eating those shoulders, they are tense. Now that is pulled. That's pulled poor territory. Those shoulders. Pop that shit in the crock pot with a little bit of sweet baby rays. Do you mind if I uh, pan sear his fingers much like a scallop? Would that be, do you mind if I call dibs on that? Can <laughs> or I maybe the one? toes would be best. Of course. Do it. I think it also depends on if you're shipwrecked on a desert island or if your plane crashes in a sub-zero tundra. Mm. I mean, you're going to have different cooking options, different spicing options. If it's. Oh. 
a lot of places you're going to want to like dry smoke it so it doesn't go bad if you're going to need to make it last. I mean, that's why in most of these scenarios, you're not cannibalizing for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you know, because you're stranded somewhere. So you got to <laughs> make more of a plan than just like a one day feast. One yeah. day cannibal feast. Then after that, you're gonna save it. no plans. That's mm-hmm. right. No plans. Like, just right. Australia. I feel like if you are in the snow, like say, you know, Ryan, you know, you're somewhere in an icy tundra because a plane crashed and you're body is buried in snow and matt and i are like here and we're like oh we got we need something to eat yeah uh i think it's right there it's ceviche time you guys know what ceviche is i do not fill me in it's a raw seafood dish that is in a cup it's usually served like in a little portion it's an an, i'm trying to say this right an amuse bouche (laughs) ah it's an amuse bouche amuse bouche kind of and so it's like raw scallops raw fish and everything Ooh. and then they dump dun, lime dun, juice dun, dun, and the dun, lime dun, juice dun, dun, dun. cooks the fish yeah, like a sushi. so that's what i would do yum, that's yum. What we could do with your ass we could get like whatever citric and we could like do a little ceviche with his, with his butt is, yeah, or whatever yeah. part of his body is exposed that will cut Ooh, off heat and yeah you're and right to keep me on this side matt because and i what a compliment that I, yes i could cook something delicious for you Made with Matt, oh, with Ryan. I mean, that's yes. Right. Well, that's my double. This is my. Uh, this is. I'm. I was known as the Richard Hatch of the podcasting community. <laughs> Survivor. Oh. Uh, naked gay survive for season one winner. Anybody? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think that oh, most yeah. most of my skill sets do not apply in a survival situation. I think as soon as that becomes the 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 goal, I my stock goes down. I'd be like, I can write you a little funny. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> chef, let's talk rigor mortis. Are we okay. gonna want? Is that gonna help us or 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 hinder us? Talk. Let me tell you a little something about the rigor mortis. The rigor mortis. What's the rigor mortis about rigor mortis? Please. It's gonna help us achieve that jerky like texture. Oh, what's up, jerky? Or like it's flesh, meat, whatever you want to take. It's gonna help yeah. us get that stiff jerky like consistency to his to his flesh. Yeah. And you know, maybe we smoke it then. You know, maybe smoke it with some. Okay. Uh, Hickory. Here's my That's qu- a great idea. Hickory <laughs> smoked. I have to say the um Applewood. <laughs> the the reality of the scenario is I'm a little unclear of that because in part of this we're out in like uh the wilderness and then s- sometimes it seems like we have a smoker. Sometimes we're in your house and have access to all the food you have in the fridge. Um, pretty much what we're saying is let's just, regardless the environment, let's just eat Ryan, man, yeah. on the podcast. So you could make a smoker, you know, you'd make like a little, like a uh, little hut situation out of like mud and leaves and, you know, with a, uh, a skeleton made out of sticks and then it's something, and then you b- put a hole in the, the top, like a teepee, put a, a, a fire inside and then you hang, hang my meat. Oh, ho, ho, ho. So, your meat's already hung, pal. <laughs> this is a, this is a, uh, a huge I, dick. This is a Discovery Channel. Let me tell you what I like. <laughs> this is what I've discovered about eating human meat. Mm, I've yum, really, yum, 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 yum. I over my years of uh, c- cooking and learning how to cook, I've really become fond of large birds, cooking Ooh, large birds. So okay. I'm eyeing you ball up like, what can I trust over there? T-R-U-S-S. Thank you. I know what I can trust, but what can I trust? <laughs> Take those arms, tie them back. Get those legs, tie them back. You are not the first woman that's compared me to a very large bird. Oh, no. 
<laughs> Ostrich Arnold again. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you scared? Put your head in the sand. All Arnold. the kids in the neighborhood be like, hey, motherfucker, where's your friend Snuffleupagus? Motherfucker. Oh, boy. Yo, you're from the streets? Yes, this is streets, baby. This is where I wish we had like a call-in portion to this show where we could have people call in and be like, what would you like to eat off of Ryan Arnold? Let's go Caller to the telephones. One. Caller number one. You're on the air with the dirty stay outs. <laughs> Hello, I'm ever so hungry. Could I have a little taste of Ryan? Oh no, it's, it's marbles <laughs> Just a bit of, does he, is part of his body a kibble or a bit? That's all I need. Oh, Marbles! No. I'm not asking for a fancy feast. Just a little <laughs> Alpo will do. That'll be fine. Maybe even some birdseed. My name's Marbles. I'm the pitiful cat. Broom, broom, broom. <laughs> I didn't know how else uh, to indicate that I was. Ah, for now. Goodbye, Marbles. You broom you shoot him with a broom over the phone. <laughs> Damn, Ryan. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Oh, oh too far. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yo yo. All right. All right. Thoughts and prayers with Marvel. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Guess what? Hit me. While we can right now, Pico, what time we what piece of ride we want to eat? <laughs> we can Pico a topic. Oh, actually, I want to make sure we get some fresh. Get a fresh. Keep it fresh. Reach into the bowl of Corona. Let's keep it fresh. What did we got here? Okay, so now we're gonna do something called Pico Your Topic. Ooh, first concert, everybody. Oh, nice. Everybody's very first concert. I'm just gonna get this out of the way because it's mildly yeah. embarrassing. Color me bad with the party. Not bad. <laughs> Riverside Park when it was Riverside Park yes, before it became. Yes, we remember. Yes, okay. And I just did the Roger Rabbit all night long. How does that one go? God. You want me to get up and do the Roger Rabbit? Get up and do the Roger Rabbit. I'll provide some For commentary. the listeners at home. Uh, going to do the Roger Rabbit. I am on a heating pad because my arthritis is strucking me in my hips and my lower back. But because <laughs> I have a fondness for my co-hosts, I'm okay, going to try a Roger goes. Rabbit. She's about to do the, this is the Roger Rabbit. Take one. Go, Rabbit. Go, Rabbit. Go, 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 go. Oh, she's going to, if she's I at collapse, the stage. She's on I the. Yeah. And here she goes, and she is. Okay, so she is. One, two. Oh, shit. I don't know what one, the Roger. I don't know what it looks like, one, so. Two. Oh, there's the door. <laughs> <laughs> shit on me. <laughs> there's the phrase there that pays. So oh, oh, call it. Okay, so it's some kind of a. I don't know what that. Like, sort of like a. Like a like a like a jangly uh, moonwalk, I guess. <laughs> well, that's all you're getting from me right now. Like a like a moonwalk with a little more shuck and jive to it, I guess. That's the Roger, <laughs> for, <laughs> from what I can tell. I am your shuck and that was jive good. Queen. That was it. Was worth yeah. It was worth all the effort. Who I framed Roger I'm... Rabbit? Michelle did. Oh! oh! Whoa! Ride those levels! Yeah. Ride those levels! Ride! Ride those levels! <laughs> Get in the Humvee! Ride! <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was in better shape. I really would have torn that Roger. Ladies and gentlemen, I just did the 
the famous 90s dance, the Roger Rabbit, for my two favorite co-hosts. and I like the Roger Ailes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm getting it real bad. I get it. I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow. And my uh, oven's still on. I should probably shut off my oven. Where's, where I should put my headphones on? <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, mind. first concert. First concert. First concert. Um, that was it my... depends. Um, it depends who has – because whoever should go second is the one – that because who's going to be the headliner of first concert? I don't think mine was too interesting. Um, you guys want to hear? Mine was in. Okay, let's say the year, and then we'll just then Michelle, you decide who you want to hear from first. Mine was 1997, right? 1996. Wow, Jesus. that's you know everything cool. All right, so here's how I'm playing it. Just yeah. so it's not partial. Yep. I graduated in 96. Okay. Oh. I'm dating myself. Good job, asshole. I just dated myself. I'm calling myself. <laughs> Good on you. I'm calling myself, asshole, of course. Uh, but I'm going to go with the 96. Yeah, 96. The year is 1996. The place is the Saratoga Performing Arts Center. Oh, shit. Spack to its friends. It's pretty catchy, right? What should we call this place? Spack. <laughs> Spack. And the concert is Weird Al Yankovic oh, on the, on the Bad Hair job. Day tour. Yep. And uh, oh, that was that was great. All the uh, costume changes, lots of special effects, big oh, screens yeah. with movies mm-hmm. on in between. Really, really good time. We uh, I was there with my my brother, my mm-hmm. dad, and my dad made us leave during the encore, which was Yoda. Uh, oh. In order to beat the traffic. Oh, and the worst. All these years later, I still think, oh, I bet it was amazing the other half of that song I already yeah. knew. Maybe it was going to be a surprise guest at the end of the first encore. But uh, great time. Great time. First concert. Great time I had by all bad nice. hair day. That was, yeah, that was, that was probably, good. probably actually at the time that I saw my first concert, that may have been my favorite. Weird Al might have been my favorite album at that time. So, but I, I certainly didn't. I'd never seen Weird Al. Okay, picture if you will, submitted for your approval. Um, 1997. Okay, we're talking Vans Warped Tour, everybody. Nice, quintessential 19. But I actually 96 was like the that's the quintessential year. That's when we're talking Boston's real big fish. Like the, when you think Warped Tour, things got a little weird in 97. Um, I went there specifically. I was not. I was kind of an anti ska boy at the time. Oh, I was Mr. Ooh. Metal. <laughs> I wasn't only. Only in hindsight nowadays can I realize how exciting all. I miss ska fiercely nowadays. Wow. But um, at the yeah. time I was there because um, of one band and one band alone. Deftones, everybody. Nice. I was looking to rock and roll. I was a young boy. I was probably a boy of, I don't know, 16. I don't know. I can't do the math. Just a whippersnapper. I probably wasn't 16. I probably was like 14. I was just a whippersnapper. I was there for Deftones. And I remember uh, the band uh, Save Ferris was on. Legendary ska band. I don't Maybe not legendary, but, you know, ska band nonetheless. And there in the singer was like doing sort of uh, waxing uh, poetic about something. And the whole crowd started shouting, 
Fuck you, fuck you, because Deftones were geared up and ready to go. And there was that was just a complete culture clash of people like me should not have been at the Warp Tour because it was just a bunch of us just like whippersnapper, hop topic, metalhead kids, new metal kids. And we just wanted our Deftones. And in hindsight, I, rec- I actually learned that Kid Rock was at this show. Huh. But this was before even Ba Wada Ba or every, anything I dropped. It must have been like right before that. So Kid Rock was there, but totally nameless and faceless. We, nobody would have been none the wiser. But you guys, that was my uh, Warped Tour. And there was also, there was some classic. There was, I think Rancid was there. Like all these bands that at the time, I was like, oh, I don't give a care. I just want Deftones. But um, Vans Warped Tour, 1997. Every, oh, and one quick story from that store. Yeah. For, um, I was standing watching Deftones rocking and rolling. And... This lady turned around and she um, whispered to me, um, can you please stop standing on my foot? <laughs> I, was a, I was a pudgy little kid standing on an attractive girl's foot on accident. Thank you. That, that makes me think of it. Can I ask you a follow-up question, oh. both of you, I guess? Have you ever been to a show and seen a band like at a festival that... Uh, you didn't really pay attention to because either you didn't know who they were or you didn't care for them. And then later in life, you're like, I wish I'd, you kind of got into them. And you're like, this is a band I've seen that I didn't really pay very much attention to because at the time I was nonplussed. But in mm. retrospect, wish I'd paid more attention. Oh, that's a great question. I feel like I must have one of those. Ooh, do, 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 do. Actually, I've had the reverse happen, kind of <laughs> like where I saw a band and I was like, whoa! Like they were an opening band for somebody. I'm like, these guys are going to be fucking big. And then they weren't. So kind of like <laughs> the opposite. You have a, do you have an example? Yes. So, oh God, I feel like I'm going to get eaten alive here. <laughs> so I like fits in the tantrum. Staying with the theme. Like, yes, it is, isn't it? I'm, isn't about, it? I'm ready to pounce. This is the cannibalism. Uh, one wrong word, and I'm gonna freaking. I'm gonna I tear you. I'm gonna tear you to pieces. Here comes marbles. This one's for all the marbles. Oh. <laughs> so, I went to go see Fitz and the Tantrums at in Connecticut. It's that really cool uh, place that's like wooden and it's like an octagon shapey thing. I don't know where. <laughs> But the band that opened for him was called Capital Cities. Okay. And they're just a, like a fun, like they're like a fun just dance beat dance band. But they they owned that place. Like they did way better than Fits in the Tantrums. And I was like, these guys are hot. Like I went out and I bought their album like the next week. And I was, you know, but they came, like they just kind of faded away. They mm-hmm. were hot for like maybe a couple of months and then, and they came out with like their sophomore album and everybody like, they were a joke. Sophomore slump. Sophomore slump. Sophomore slump. They had this one song, Safe and Sound, <laughs> that was like their radio hit. And that's like all the only song that anybody knew. Mm-hmm. But they've got so many other great songs. But they just kind of got washed away, forgotten. Wow. I even heard them, somebody pick on them on a podcast too. I was like, oh. oh no. But I love the capital cities. Kangaroo Court. If you can ever look it up, it's a good song. Now you're picking on them. You picked on them. How did I do that? Because you're you're letting you're letting everybody know that this band never amounted to much. Serving Aww. it, serving it right back. Damn. Damn. Ryan, do you have one of these examples? It sounds like you might. Yeah, I have a couple of them that I th- that I that I think about. One of them is that when I was at the uh, 1999 Warp Tour, I saw a lot of bands. 
but uh, but at, at at that time I skipped no effects because I didn't like them very much oh. at the time. And in retrospect, I very much wish that I had seen no effects. <laughs> uh, but I saw a lot of bands that day. Also, uh, uh, Primus at uh, Ozfest mm-hmm. in '99. I watched them and I sat there, but I didn't really know anything about them, and I just I was. Uh, Sort of floored by how weird they were. If I, you were at that show, do you remember Primus being in later Hosen, or did I make that up in my memory? In Ozfest '99, '90, whatever. Yeah. '90. I was. I think I went. I might have. I don't because I think I would have been aware of Primus being there because I was. I think I was at '98. Um, because I was. That was right around the time there was a brief period for probably a year that Primus was my favorite band. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I would have, but maybe it was right before. I don't, I don't, I don't have a memory of Primus at Ozfest. I've seen them a bunch around that time, but later Hosen. I, I, they always had Buckethead with them though. I did go to an Ozfest. I didn't okay. belong there at all, but I did go. <laughs> I didn't belong there. I got. I went to go see the Cars, the guy, the band that covered Cars. By yeah. Gary Newman. Oh, Fear Factory. Fear Factory. Yes. They, they, yes. Were, they were there at the year. Okay, they're there at the year I was there. Too. Maybe I maybe I plumb Miss Primus. You, yeah, you and I have gone over this before, and we went through every single band that was at this show that we both remember being mm-hmm. at, so I'm pretty sure it was we, the same It has show. to be the same, yeah. What about you? What if? Wouldn't it be weird if it turns out that we were all at the same, at, it, in Hartford? No. No. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. This is in Could have been the same Mansfield? year, though. But yep, I, saw, I saw Primus and Great I saw Woods, Fear probably. Factory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great Woods. That's yep. exactly where it was. So my story is more towards the uh, Primus piece of things, but I also okay. have to mention this. I am not tough. Like, I used to try to align myself with, like, the heavy metal, like, because it was, like, cool, and, yeah, I get it, it's cool. And in my heart, I'm hauling oats. Like, I try to be metal. I like heavy metal music. I'm not – I like whatever it is. And I like most of the bands that went to the Ozfest, so I basically went from with my friend who was basically going there to get guys. Mm-hmm. So she left me alone, <laughs> and I was in Good this pickings. like right when Fear Factory was about to begin, the whole fucking field erupted, oh, and yes. they started to circle. And here's little Michelle with her little glasses, her little suspenders. Yes, I wore suspenders <laughs> with a little short sleeve button up like plaid shirt underneath because it's like. I told her, I'm like, I'm going to be the anti, like, groupie going here. Like, I'm going to show up like me. Like, this is what I I got fucking pulled in. And I had no idea how the fuck I was going to get out. But all of a sudden, there's this huge guy that came up to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Picks (laughs) me up, (laughs) essentially pulls me under, puts me underneath his arm and, like, (laughs) runs with me outside of the group and just sets me down and says, just go somewhere else and i was like okay i've heard a lot of people oh with, uh help is abound in a mosh pit that's what i've learned yeah. is, yep. that, is that moshers will stop and help you mm-hmm. if you fall down if yep. you're having a hard time it is a, a place that you wouldn't think would be a, a place of safety and camaraderie but it often it really is heartening yep and yet here oh, this yeah. gentle giant saved my life but the Primus piece of this here, one thing I Amen. never knew, because this is the first time I saw Primus, and I love Primus. I used to listen mm-hmm. to them all throughout high school. I was sailing the seven seas on the trains. Go for yeah. it. I did not realize that the thing to do was to yell, Primus sucks. Right. I had no idea. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, what a bunch of assholes. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they don't. And I start sc- <laughs> The girl again with the suspenders oh, and the glasses. Really? I'm going... 
no, they don't. No, like they that. don't. That's and like, story. I have all these people that's like so looking cute. at me like, well, that's my, my, I tried to make it at Ozfest. And then when you blow your nose, I don't know if this happened to you guys afterwards because of how like dusty it was. But like afterwards, when I blew my nose for the whole hour after that was all dirt. It was like black, black snot. <laughs> oh, kid, don't snort dirt. Don't don't, snort don't do it, Jay. kids. I I got a couple. I had a couple stories uh, on the Fear Factory page. I used to in school when I was bashful. I wore this Fear Factory shirt. I think it was uh, said obsolete. It was from Ob- obsolete, I believe. I don't know, but that's neither here nor or Smasher Devour, something really cool. <laughs> and I wear my cool Fear Factory shirt. And this lady, this uh, attractive lady at my school who I had a crush on, she said, hey, Matthew, how was work at the Fear Factory? And I had a snappy re- retort. I said, well, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, wow. you know, so, you know, yeah. I, I, I sealed the deal. I sealed the deal. <laughs> um, I, I remember, yeah, the mosh pit etiquette. One time, the most tattered I ever got at a mosh pit is I used to wear pants that were a little bit like tattered and torn and oh, stuff yeah. like that. And like maybe a safety pin, whatever, a patch or whatever. But I actually had a full leg torn off. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was Mr. Two-Face, but with... Uh, That's yeah, why he walks so a, funny. Prepubescent boy. <laughs> <laughs> just prepubescent boy like underoos and legs. Like. <laughs> Tiny boy just walking out of the mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I, um, one time I shook Les Claypool. I'm sorry that I was just, I was taking pins. I was taking mental notes during your story. <laughs> and I'm going through them now. Nice. One time I shook Les Claypool's hand and it was the tiniest little child's hand I've ever seen. It was like, I was like, I'm alpha mailing this guy, just giving him a nice handshake. They were the stubbiest little freaking fingers. He almost had, yeah, it would almost be like, it, almost like claw hand in a way. But it was just it back small hand. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to bring it back around, but it was just only Kinda. a hand-related thing. He didn't really have a claw per se, but there was something about his hands that just didn't quite seem right, and that's the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where. Where are we? Right Little list Claypool with this. It surprises me because he's got. <laughs> Somewhere, no. somewhere I have from. That's the, wait, that's that's the thing. In grade school, we used to do <laughs> to certain kids. Oh no! That's what you were no. just doing. With certain kids, they were a little different. Maybe they had no. a, a claw in the sandbox. Or something. All right, that wasn't my intention. I was, if you heard me, I was, my name is Mud. I was doing the bass from My Name Is Mud. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> Canceled, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. We got to check in the hour. This episode might be almost done, is it? No, it's not. We're just, <laughs> we're just getting warmed up. We're just getting warmed up. Well, there's your answer. Because I feel like we've picoed our topic and we talked it. I feel like we might have picoed early. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But he... Awkward. Guys, let's perform. <laughs> Go. Go. Do you want me to do the da. Roger Rabbit now? Da, da, da. Yeah, I really wish you would. I'm going to do it based off what you did, and you tell me if it looks any more. Oh, don't, because like mine it. was like. No, because I think I recognized tone. what you were doing as a dance I've seen before. Uh, I hope. I hope it. 
Okay. Oh, you're gonna. God. All right. You're gonna. So you think you can dance, right? It's like like a line dance, right? You're like. No. <laughs> no, it's so much cooler than that. Wait, it's so much cooler. You're really not giving me a chance. Sorry. Right? <laughs> you're really not giving me a chance. He said. <laughs> In my head, I'm hearing uh, achy, breaky heart behind me. I almost, I pretty much missed the whole thing. I was texting. What the hell? It was I cold. Have... You just missed out on cold. I see it out of the cold. <laughs> I just been. What kind of podcast is? What if the people is walking backwards and I don't even know why because I forgot to pay attention. I just shot out a text and then Michelle's over here crying. <laughs> this is the, the train has come off the rails. Just ruined Thanksgiving. You guys. I have to leave in 10 minutes. <laughs> you do, really? Yeah, but we can, that's all we need, right? 10 minutes? <laughs> Let's perform. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> We're under the wire. All right. For this performance piece. For this performance piece. Do you have another Veterans Day party to go to? <laughs> Actually. I gotta go adapt this cat I know. He's currently in a kind of li- having like a rough situation. I-, I guess he's living on a boat or something. Oh, is it Marbles? No, 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 no. It's a different cat. His name's Chirps. <laughs> can we hear a little bit from Chirps while I put myself in a quick timeout? Sure. Uh, let me see if I can get him on the horn. I used to have a dog named Beep. Patches. Boop. We Beep. called him that because he was always Beep. trying to quit smoking. Beep. Oh, Beep. this microphone Beep. always <laughs> <me>. Patches. <laughs> A you remember that song? That would have been a perfect theme song for Patches. Oh, I think Marvel should have like a little pirate song, like a little Cockney to go along with the accent and be like. I'm a rotten rat. I'm the leader of the pack. Marbles is a little creepy. I hate to tell you. Marbles this microphone is always creepy. getting me in this one. This one right here. We're here all we're here doing this cast together. I can say it. Uh Mike, little handsy on the tatas. Cancelled. Microphone cancelled. Oh no. Microphone yeah, that's just rotate them. Same yeah, just like Richard the Claw Seer. Microphone's never gonna microphone. be held accountable it's just going to be rotated to another corner of the table yep you guys oh. i officially have in my hands the selection for performance Ooh. and it is tell us a poem hey <gasps> oh <laughs> what are right. the what, what are the topics of our poems well oh who gives the top does somebody give the topic to the other person i forget how this segment works that well would be fun. when i remembered us discussing this last since you are Mr. Stream of Consciousness, oh yeah, we were gonna have you pop something out and throw it at us because you kind of got that stream of consciousness. Thing you mean going. just do a poem or tell you the topic for a poem? You throw a word out to him. You throw anchovies. Challenge. Who's that for? That's for Ryan. Anchovies, please. Pale, slick fish, too salty. Stuck in my teeth, little bones, bones 
of demons, dragons, eyeballs intact, sucked out of cans. The cans. Tin filled with goop. What kind of goop? The goop of the living. The goop of the dead. The saltiest goop you ever want to... This is poetry. Pure poetry. (laughs) Well, that was a good poet try. (laughs) I take that. That was was a perfectly executed poem. Michelle, for your poem, I'd like to hear about throw pillows. (gasps) Throw pillows by Michelle Tellerico. Yeah. Before you stop and you look at me as useless, understand that I, the lowly throw pillow you kept in the corner, you keep every single night in the corner of the couch, while your husband screams at you and says that you're a useless pillow. No, they're there for support. You put me behind big pillows, you put me behind little pillows. I will always be your throw pillow. Wow, oh my god. Right? (sighs) Shit on me. All right, you get one of Ryan's eyeballs for that. That was good as a reward. What? Oh! <laughs> what was that? <laughs> All right, what poem do I must I do? Oh, okay. I think you should do a poem about uh, a left turn signal. Oh, wow. Yo, yo, yo. This is going to be a slam poem. Is that okay? Yeah, I like This is a, sl- a slam poem. Was mine a slam poem? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo. Wait, what's it? T- left turn signals? Left turn signals. It's oh. Like in your car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Click, click, click. My direction is from within the eye of the beholder to you. The passenger let you know direction list, direction yes, us. Take a left, take a left. Three wrongs make a wrong, break a right, three rights make a left, make a wrong, reverse, reverse, course, semester, let me get the credits, it's a credit to me, a credit to you, we let the others know, guide us like the Sherpa to the left, to the mart, turn left, yield, the right of way, yield, the right of way, Hay is for horses except for when we must let our friends to the east with some money say yen. Tell me what you want. The oracle lets me know the guidance my future, but friend, I want to let you know. Left. Click, click, click. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, the culture. Oh. False alarm. I thought I thought it was chirps. It's not. I thought it was marvelous. <laughs> Clearly, I can't. What a crazy cast of characters. <laughs> Got them all here tonight. On a Prairie Home Companion. Hey guys, those poems were tops, but you know what's even tops? <laughs> what is it? 
four uh, top five list. Top five uh, ways to break up with someone. Ah, top five ways to break up with someone. (laughs) Really? But are there that very many? Yeah. You can get creative. You can get creative with this list, I think. Ghosting. That's one. Ghosted. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Convince uh, them to break up with you. Oh, that is fucking clever. The Matthew classic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at you right now. I'm looking at you. Just, just, yeah, low key be insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't overtly be. (laughs) Just be like tardy all the time. (laughs) On behalf of women everywhere, that's our nightmare. Just letting you know. (laughs) (laughs) I did my piece. You take it from here, honey. You don't want to be with a guy like me. It's genius. Murder. Yeah, it counts. <laughs> I mean, murder counts. You can't. You can't be in a relationship with a corpse. Uh, I, you shouldn't be. I think we can all agree the worst way to break up with someone is face to face honesty. <laughs> There's no point in that. Why do you <laughs> just figure out some kind of like story? That would just make my thing is make it logistics. Be like, ooh, yeah, I would love to keep this up, but I'm actually going to be on the new Apollo mission. Maybe you heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't. We just can't yeah. do this. That is key. Just try to make it some logistical. Try to leave emotions and feelings out of it completely. Just like, ooh, sorry. It's just, it's out of my control. Extenuating circumstances. <laughs> That's me. Can't say he's not genius. That's the guy. There's always the old, uh, you just extend the amount of time that you don't see them for. Like, so first you live together and then you're like, you know what? I'm just going to spend this weekend at my uh, parents' house. You know what? I just, I got a lot of laundry to do, so I'm going to stay there this week. I'm just going to, and then before you know it, you haven't seen them for four months and you're broken up. Clean break. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. I like that. So you, you might have to see them at the supermarket. So I suggest... Move away. <laughs> I would say the time we live in now is genius time for breakup. Because all, all you have to do is be like, yo, I was exposed to COVID. Oops, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was exposed to COVID again. Sorry. Yeah. And then Oops. nobody will go near you. Ooh, I'm exposed. Sorry. COVID. <laughs> but that could also work to your disadvantage after Oop. the COVID because, you know, people are like, oh, you had COVID. So... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get the, the scarlet, scarlet letter. No, no is that, that's not the right term. <laughs> <laughs> what <would you> get? <laughs> nope, that does, that's not applicable. <laughs> the black dot? Nope, that doesn't work. Number two, calling adult protective services. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, boy. This is oh, getting real. That's a unique one. I'm not going to say who I know who that is their top contender for ways of breaking up with their significant other. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta have a couple contenders. It's cool, yeah. It's cool to be really dramatic about it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think the coolest way I broke up with somebody is I think the last thing I said to them is "You're a terrible mother." <laughs> <laughs> it was true <laughs> because we used to fucking like leave her kid to go buy crack. So hey, 
Not my job. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, you heartless monster! Fucking bring him with you. <laughs> she was such a bitch. She didn't even think her kid wanted any crack. She didn't even. She gave no. She gave no thought to it at all. Just put a little in a sippy cup at least. Mommy, life did, you have lived, sir. Did you at least bring me back any <laughs> marbles? Is that you? <laughs> Uh, it's a fun voice to do. I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. I, even a little catnip will suffice. I'm just ever so peckish. Yours sounds more <laughs> gaunt. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't had so much as a sardine in weeks. Oh, that's so sad. Somebody get this goddamn cat a Beautiful. sardine, you monsters! Or you could just eat Ryan. Stat. Oh golly. Eat Ryan. <laughs> what was that last thing? Oh, we have to that has to be pointed out. Is there sugar in my seltzer? I think that, that Michelle finds herself in the middle of ridiculous explosive laughter and just wants to wants to add to it. I just want a part of it. It's ah. important to have like a signature style. Like Woody Woodpecker. Of your laugh, I mean. <laughs> I feel like I do. I feel like I'm a. I feel like my laugh is like the Julia Roberts method of laughing, where it's laughing. <laughs> You're really like coming my into your own. Like the my the what mouth open like, <laughs> like right. <laughs> I like to do the nanny. You are a. <laughs> you are a wide mouth laugher. Yeah, I'm You're a like, wide mouth everything. <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. I'm a Midwest <laughs> mouth breather. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> a lot of air in my gums. <laughs> Dirty rube mouth breather. Walking down the midway. Ah. Well. Well, nailed it. I feel like there's only five things that you can list, really, for good breakups. For a good breakup. I think you covered everything adequately, Ryan, because whether you wanted to admit it or not, or not, like some of those things are really sneaky, but people have done them. Like... I, I like Matt and pretty much uh, my my modus operandi has pretty much been make you think it's your idea to then break up with me. You know what? I've been in a lot of relationships where the breakup is ongoing. Like every couple of weeks, there's yeah, a breakup. Yeah, of course. And so sometimes you're just like, you know what? She doesn't know it, but I'm going to decide this next one whenever it comes. I don't know when it's co- If she never breaks up with me again, I guess we'll be together forever. But this next one, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to take. I'm not going to buy <laughs> I'm no longer going to try to win you back. <laughs> so technically, I'm the victor. I think I'm spacing out right now because I'm feeling oh. triggered because it's like boyfriend's past. I remember mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Oh, are you telling me this is not a a, a nice way to behave <laughs> to another human? News to you. me. <laughs> <laughs> is this emotionally abusive? I feel silly now. I used Boy, to live my face. next to a gas station. Okay. My boyfriend was a student at UMass Amherst. He would go to the gas station right to my right next door to my house to get gas on the weekend. And he would not stop by and see me. He would just go and be like, I didn't have time to see you. (laughs) Well, I guess it's Uh, over. And I was fucking bummed because DP Doe, when DP Doe was in Amherst, I used to go just to get the DP Doe. I'd visit mm -hmm. him just for DP Doe. (sighs) He fucked it up. Sorry, guys. Wow. Well, that was real shit. Nice now that's a woman's perspective for your little, like, uh, oh, you're just going <laughs> to. That's a woman's 
perspective, <laughs> you little oh. miscreants and your misbehavior towards women and breaking women, up. Women and their feelings. Besides, if I was gay, I think I'd do the same thing to guys. <laughs> I mean, it's a comfortable way to all. go. I'd be yeah. like, Rudolfo, this is your idea. And my, my it's altruistic. You get to give them. You get to give them the the feeling of agency. <laughs> it's a nice gift to be able to give another human. Uh, yeah. So nothing is worse than forcing yourself to have to break up with somebody that you don't want to break up with. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Oh, you mean I have the choice to <laughs> Chirps, are you okay? <laughs> break up with you and completely break my own heart, or I could stay with you, keep being ignored, and let the charade go on for years. <laughs> However long. Ooh. Until we see you with another girl at McDonald's. <laughs> it looks just like you and has the same name as you do. Oh no. So fucking real. Oh. I felt that one. I'm sorry. This is why you ha- this is another perspective. Is this the moth? Because this is a poignant story. I don't want to be too poignant, though. Come <laughs> on. The, the, the uh, topic almost suggests it. You mm-hmm. know, talking about yep. breakups, getting a little emotional, a little sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm going through the biggest breakup you can right now. Divorce. Uh, yeah, divorce. Yeah. I hate to keep throwing that around like a cheap suit, but <laughs> it's like a breakup Respect on steroids. Suit. Yeah. Everything you have to continually talk to this person, even though it rips your soul out, and you're like, "Can I just? Can we just be done now?" And and divorce seems to be immune from a lot of the techniques that we just mentioned for breaking up with people because <laughs> there's this built-in uh, like paperwork yeah, and all yeah, the yeah. you know, can I just do the thing? No, <laughs> there. It's like it seems like marriage is like a a shoe with a million buckles on it. You know, getting in and getting out is so uh, elaborate that you're like, I'll just do whichever one. What am I? What am I already doing? I'll just do that. Just just keep these shoes on. It's easier to get into than to get out of. Kids, remember marriage. It's like my hip hop friend told me, cheaper keeper. Well, well, that was another exhilarating episode. I'll say. The Dirty Stay Out Talk About Town. Talk About Town, Dirty Stay Out. Oh, yeah. Taco. Let's play us out a little kazuna ticks, everybody. Have a great night, everybody. And remember, we're your buddies. Come back and listen to us next time. I wish that listening to that was as fun as doing the just the kazoo part. I mean, well. I'm really torn about which times should be music added in later and which times should just be <laughs> kazoo. Oh yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know. Good night, everybody. Unless Brian shut us well, off. Well, you know, right? Because Brian, you know, with his editing, we don't know what he's. We don't know when he's gonna start. When he's gonna, we might still be rolling. We might not even be rolling. He might not have even recorded this all. He just wanted to hang out. <laughs> One of these days, we're definitely going to do a full episode. Then we'll Good night, everybody.